Join Adol Kozilski and Fagy Stern as they explore ways to reverse chronic illness and achieve vibrant health. Your health is your only wealth and together we can be better. Hashtag Healthy You, Wealthy You. Yes, and good morning. This is Adel Kozulski, and joining me in the studio is Faggy Stern. Good morning, Faggy. Good morning, Adel. <laughs> Faggy is new to this, so somewhat uh, <laughs> nervous, but I'm sure she's going to get the hang of it. We're super, super excited to be on air and want to thank HiFM for the opportunity of giving us this airspace because um, Faggy and I are on a bit of a, a mission, a bit of a, a rampage, um, a good one at that, that we want to like share with more and more people. Last week, uh, we put together a talk at, at Sydney Shul, and thank God we had over 120 women and had a tremendous, tremendous positive feedback um, about what we had to say. And in thinking of how we can actually spread that message more, um, certainly High FM and going onto the airwaves um, looks like a fabulous idea because, A, we can reach a lot more people, B, everybody can hear this from the comfort of their home. And um, so we're starting an exciting journey, and uh, I want to give you a little bit of background about about this Healthy You, Wealthy You segment. And as always, would always want and encourage that you give us feedback. You can SMS us on 34519. Our telegram number is 061-895-1019, and our studio number 010-140-3020. So to give a bit of a background um, I was hanging around a hairdressing salon, um, and I was listening in on a conversation about body talk. And uh, I happened to pipe out, yes, I, I do that. And um, immediately, Faggy, who was standing to my side, came up and whispered in my ear, you do what? You, you do body talk? <laughs> um, and um, really, from there, we started a whole conversation, and it, it came out that there's a lot of people out there in the world today, in Johannesburg and across the world, that is looking for alternatives to the allopathic medical world. Now, let me state it out there initially and very, very clearly. We are not against the allopathic world. We are very, very grateful for all the practitioners and people out there that bring us healing. But having said that... Um, I think the world is coming towards a limitation in understanding what um, what health is all about. And I think one of the downsides of the allopathic world is that it's very, very fragmented. Um, and so a lot of grassroots people are looking, A, to alternatives um, in healing and, B, to understanding that, you know, as people we are functioning on a – a, 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 a cumulative level. We are, we are a whole. We're a sum of the parts. And that many, many times when we maybe have the headache, it's not necessarily our head that is giving us the headache, but perhaps our liver, perhaps our kidneys, perhaps, you know, our stomach, or if we have high blood pressure, it is not a disease in and of itself, but there is something else in the body that is causing the body to strain and therefore pushing your blood pressure up. Um, the, the, the general way that people look at this is that they talk about um, functional medicine where you're now getting practitioners and even in the allopathic world there's been a lot of change um, where practitioners are coming and, and saying, you know, we need to look at the patient as a whole and at the various systems and understand what is happening there. And so this is coming out now as a, a more 
a comprehensive way of looking at the way that we heal. What is our uh, passion, Fagy, and, and, and mine is that once we started talking and seeing that, hey, I'm doing something different, I found Hey, Peggy. Yeah. <laughs> You're also doing 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 uh, something different. And for me, particularly, I've taken a uh, a road of about 33 years of healing. In my younger years, I was pretty ill. At, I have stared death in, in in the face at least twice. Once with myself. Once with a child of mine. And though I did rely on the allopathic world to keep us alive at the time. Um, our healings did not come through the allopathic world, but through looking through the lens of functional medicine and saying, but why am I sick? And really, this is the purpose of what we are here to share with you um, on, a, on a general level. Today, I will give you some pointers and some um, basis to what it is that, you know, we, we believe in and we see. And then hopefully in the um, coming up episodes, we're going to invite people into the studio who think the same way that we do from a functional medicine point of view, be it essential oils, be it a body talk, be nutrition. Um, you know, just there, there is just so much out there and just trying to bring it out to you um, for you, our listeners, to get a better perspective about health, about healing, about why we get sick. Having said all of this, I have to put it out there, and I'm putting it out there loud and clear. Neither myself nor Faggy are medical practitioners. We are not dispensing medical um, advice. Advice, absolutely, and that we encourage you at all times to revert to the medical fraternity, be it allopathic or otherwise. And we're we're help we're we're. Um, Happy to tell you, you know, people out there that are able to help you, we are not going to dispense medical advice. We're just going to discuss conditions and, um, you know, we can look at that and see what could be causing it and what, what path you should be treading. So really this is the basis and we are trying to invite conversation um, about it because it's time for people to start Really becoming responsible for their health. One of the biggest things that we are seeing out there is that perhaps 50 to 90% of, of illnesses out there are caused by ourselves, by our probably, I think, Faggy, you would agree, maybe 80% ignorance. Yep. So 80% ignorance and, you know, uh, maybe 20% of just, you know, stuff. Maybe you've, you've got some genetic disposition or you've got, uh, you know, some, something that, that is working against you. But if we are, if we lift the veil of ignorance and we start delving into the various illnesses and the, the ways that we are behaving, particularly the way we, we are eating, that's a big one, but in, in other areas as well, we will go and see that in fact, um, we have the ability to heal ourselves and that the body is an incredibly complex organism, but that God created it in a way that it can heal itself, provided we give it the right environment, we feed it the right food, we, we treat it with a respect and a dignity that it deserves. Today, unfortunately, we're in a very fast-paced society, and we tend to abuse our body rather than um, look after it the way that we should. So really, this is the basis of where we'd like to uh, kick off. We are going to be going to a uh, little bit of a break, and afterwards, we're going to start discussing some 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 fundamentals about 
um, and and some fundamentals and actually what the Torah says about about um, healing because really at the end of the day our practitioners of old um, used to heal in a very very different way to the way that we heal today so stay tuned don't go away we'll be back very soon this is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosulski and Fagy Stern. Well, welcome back to the Healthy You, Wealthy You podcast. And um, just to tell you a little bit about the topic, why Healthy You, Wealthy You? Well, we all know that you know we, we, we run um, in life after wealth. And for many of us, wealth means to have material uh, comfort and to have the ability to do what we want to do. And for a lot of people, material wealth means a lot of money in the bank, the credit card or the assets or the car or the, I don't know, the, the holiday, et cetera, et cetera. All of those are good and fine. But I think one of the things that needs we need to retract on and understand is that true wealth on a physical level is health. And um, we know there's many, many um Sayings out there, you know, that you work your whole life in order to try have a good life at the end of life, and then you take all the money that you've earned. I don't know how it goes. I don't know if you know, Faggy, uh, how the the saying goes. But at the end of life, you take all the money that you worked for so hard, you've abused your body for so hard to get to, and then you take all your money and you spend it on on on, on ill health because. Eventually, this body that that we were given is so abused that it actually starts falling apart at the seams. So we need to go back to the beginning. We need to go back to um, understanding the fundamentals about health. And for me, as a Jewish woman out there, as a Rebetzin, as somebody who, as I said, has walked the path to um, healing, uh, I go back into the Torah and I go and see what they have to say and prepare. Uh, particularly, I'm, I've gone back and looked at the Rambam, Maimonides. He was a great sage that existed in the 12th century. Um, he codified the Jewish law for us today uh, across uh, yeshivas and many, many places. Um, people learn a portion of Rambam's teachings on a daily basis because he basically brought the Torah into practicality, codified it, gave it a, 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 a form and a, a sense of everything that we need to know. One of the most magnificent things about the Rambam was that he was a healer. And in fact, we know that he was um, the doctor to the Sultan and he wrote an entire section only to do with physical health. And uh, I wanted to bring to you to this morning just some of the nuggets of Rambam's um, uh, ideas on health and how he based it. And uh, really today, interestingly, um, just the other day I was visiting a, a homeopath um, having a consultation, a non-Jewish homeopath, a Gentile homeopath, who is actually wonderful and maybe um, in one of the next um, you know, interviews, we will actually get him online to talk about various illnesses. Um, I told him, you know, we were wanting to start um, educating people, etc. He told me, you must go out and speak about the Rambam. Because what the Rambam had to say 800, 900 years ago is actually be becoming very pertinent today. And modern medicine is really coming to embrace his, his, his ideas. So let's, let's dip back um, and let's go look into our book of life. Our book of life is the Torah. 
Okay, um, Jews always gain inspiration and guidance and direction from the Torah. And let's see two verses in the Torah that actually talk about the fact that in as much as we are commanded to keep the Shabbat, to keep Kashrut and keep all the good things, the 613 mitzvot, one of the mitzvot that uh, the Rambam brings out is the fact that we are obligated from a Torah perspective, okay, meaning it's coming directly out of the Torah. It's not something that the rabbis thought it would be nice and added on to the, 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 the laws of the Torah, but it's a Torah commandment directly, and that is is that we have to Look after ourselves. So the first verse is in Devarim. It is in Deuteronomy. It's in chapter 30, verse 19. God says to us, I have put before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life. Now, if you listen to that carefully, I'm going to read it again because I want everybody to concentrate on what the wording is. I have put before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, Choose, de- choose life. Immediately there's a plethora of rabbis coming and saying, well, don't you think the last three words, therefore choose life, is superfluous? Obviously, if you're putting life and death, blessing and curse in front of you, who's going to choose death and curse? <laughs> it's a natural thing to choose life and blessing. So why emphasize, therefore choose life? Like Kind of like put the stamp of approval on it. And uh, the rabbis come to explain is that a human being by nature is 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 lazy. That's one of the things that God created within us is that we tend to have a lethargy. We tend to try to find the easy way out. And even though cognitively we understand the difference between life and death, cognitively we understand the difference between blessing and curse, um, it's sometimes very hard to choose life. And so God emphasizes it. Choose life. Don't take the easy way out. Rather, make an effort because to have life, to have blessing, takes hard work. And I think that's something that's very contrary to our our social thinking right now. Yes, absolutely. I think that the choosing of a life is actually, like you say, very, very difficult. This takes a lot of effort on our part to put in the effort that we need to create that environment for ourselves and our families, etc., to choose that life and to, you know, make a conscious effort to choose it. And I think today what we are seeing um, is that society is giving you the cop-out. It's just much easier um, to go into the shop and buy something ready-made. Products off the shelves, correct. Exactly, particularly in the, the realm of health. You know, I always wonder, like, what did my great-great-grandmother do or my great-great-grandmother do? They didn't have, you know, huge malls that would go in and they need to go <laughs> yontif shopping and they'll just, like, you know, skirt and check what's on the rails and then buy three outfits. They would sit there and lovingly go and sew everything and, you know, find the material. Pick the vegetables. Exactly, and when they were making making food, they, they grew the vegetables. Correct. They picked the vegetables. They they peeled the vegetables. They cooked the vegetables. You know, there there was an effort put in, and I think that this verse, therefore, choose life, um, is fundamental for us to have the blessing and 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 life. We need to make a concerted effort to choose life and choose to live a different way and not fall into the pit that we have today of modern society which says, you know, here's the quickest way out. You know, now just Uber your food just and not knocking Uber. 
Thank you <laughs> for bringing uh, food to our door in an emergency. But, you know, that, that, that things are, can happen quickly and effectively, but in truth we are actually working against ourselves. Correct. The next verse that we have from the Torah, and this is based, um, and the Rambam takes this verse um, and uh, speaks a lot about it afterwards, is another verse in Devarim, in Deuteronomy. It's chapter 4, verse 15, that reads as following. reads as follows. That you should take great care to preserve your lives. And here the emphasis is on the word me'od, a lot. You have to take great care in preserving your lives. And here again is the Torah going and telling us that, again, it's not a simple thing of just, you know, let's just hang around and hope nothing comes our way and we can do what we can do. We're not holding any responsibility that, in fact, we we, we are obligated to go out of our way very, very much um, in order to heal ourselves. And so the Rambam, and I'm going to read a quote from you from his Hilchot Deot, says the following based on those two verses, quote, having a whole and healthy body is one of God's ways, since it's impossible to understand anything about the Creator while one is ill. Therefore, a person must distance himself from those things that destroy the body, and he must conduct himself in ways that preserve and enhance his health. So here is Health 101. We're all sitting today with so many ailments. Uh, you know, you can get together in a, a group of people and everybody will have a string of this is what's wrong with me and this is what's wrong with my husband and this is what's wrong with myself and this is the tablets I'm taking and anybody know who can give me this and any suggestions on how to heal that, etc., etc. Health 101 is that we must distance ourselves from the things that destroy our health, and that's part and primary the discussion over here, and how to conduct ourselves in a way that will not only preserve, it will enhance our health. It's possible to live vibrantly. It's possible to live in full health um, with energy and to wake up every day ready to embrace the world um, in a positive way, rather than being dragged down by all the the, il- the, the ailments and illnesses and chronic um, diseases that we, we, we have today. Absolutely. I mean, there are people that are suffering with migraines daily, um, can go from a migraine to a real chronic illness that, you know, really pulls them back and holds them back from being able to fulfill, you know, Functioning, just yeah. doing, doing what there is. And really, in truth, the majority of these can be cleared out if you actually understand the root cause. Correct. Now, one of the things that I've certainly learned in my path to, to healing and, um, uh, you know, as I said in the beginning, I, I've, I've cured two chronic diseases. One, which in the allopathic world is an incurable disease, an autoimmune disease. It was Deemed incurable, I found people who have the disease who never cured themselves, and uh, thank God that autoimmune disease left our family long time ago um, and is never to be seen again. One of the things that um, I learned from the whole thing is that your body can heal itself. And this is not heebie-jeebie. I'm not coming here and saying, mm. you know, we need to do some airy-fairy um process on ourselves to heal, but to tell you in practical terms, in physical terms, uh, your body can heal itself because your body 
just like your soul, um, was created by God. It has an innate wisdom for self-regulation. And if we look after it and give it what it needs, it can operate optimally. And if we have gone the path of abuse, and hey, I'm not pointing fingers out there, 99.9% of the population is abusing their bodies. If you stop that abuse and start giving it what it needs, it actually is going to heal itself. I do think, though, that a lot of it has to do with education. A lot of it has to do with people actually understanding what food is doing to their bodies, um, what the toxins are doing to them. You know, I think there are a lot of people even walking around not even knowing that they have an autoimmune disease um, and not understanding what the external things are, how it's having an effect on them. Um, You know, the people that are walking around and saying, oh, I'm completely exhausted. I can't get up at night. I can't go out at night. Um, I just have to completely crash. That type of thing... You know, look into that. You have to understand where these types of, where these, um, symptoms are coming from and understand that you don't have to feel that way. Correct. 100%. Um, it is again agreed a thing of the majority is education. Um, you know, just kind of like you don't get an education on how to run your marriage (laughs) or how to parent your kids. I think a lot of us have not had the education of how to treat our bodies in a way that we can actually you know, function optimally. Absolutely. Um, so the Rambam again goes and says the following, and this was actually quite a a mind blowing comment. Again, this is in Shar Hagmul, um, page one hundred and twenty. If anybody wants to go and look it up, he says the following. Sorry, this quote was a quote of the Ramban, the Nachmanides, on the work of the Rambam, Maimonides. He says the following. The great teacher Rambam writes in the Moire that most, and listen carefully, most of the misfortunes that befall people are due to their own negligence and ignorance. Foolishly, then we cry out to God because of the mishaps and the ills that we have brought upon ourselves with our own thoughtless actions. As Shlomo HaMelech taught in Proverbs in Mishlei, a person's foolishness makes crooked his way, and then, he ha- then his heart becomes angry at God. I think that's unbelievably powerful. You know, um, it's telling us that we are acting out of negligence and out of ignorance. And really, this is where um, Fagi and I would like to come in and start dispelling um, this 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 ignorance that is around us and to help each and every one of you um, to find better health because it is it's, it is primarily in your hand yes will you need support of the medical fraternity allopathic homeopathic and alternative and functional yes um, but once you start taking responsibility for your health and start looking into health then you are really you've taken a huge step um, in the right direction And as always please join the conversation If you have any questions You have any comments um, On what we are saying right now The SMS line is 34519 The telegram number is 061-895-1019 And if you really want to talk to us You are able also to call us On 10 we were talking about the Rambam, and I want to read to you a quote that comes directly out of the uh, out of Rambam, out of Rambam's teachings, and it is something that um, 
he says early here, in no other place in all the codification of Rambam's teachings does he say this. He says the following, whoever conducts himself in these ways, which we have directed, I guarantee that he will never fall ill throughout his life until he dies of old age. He will not need a doctor and his body will remain whole and healthy all his life. Can you imagine if Rambam actually lived today? <laughs> he would be <laughs> the head of functional medicine today. <laughs> the head of functional medicine today, and I don't think you'd be able to even get an appointment with him because I don't think that there is any doctor out there that could give such a guarantee. Such a guarantee. Like to say, I guarantee you will never fall ill. I guarantee you will not fall ill until you die of old age and that you will never need a doctor and your body will remain whole and healthy. Heck, you know, um, I think we need to take that quite seriously. <laughs> I think, I think that we have to. And I think that when we are looking at functional medicine people today that are now looking at the body as a whole and, um, not looking just at the parts, not just looking at your kidney or your liver or your eyeball. There's or emotional your... traumas and, you know, stuff that they've gone through in the past that they're holding on to that that's making them ill today. Right. right. Looking at you at a much, in a much more wholesome way, um, then you can kind of start walking towards that guarantee because, again, the foolishness, I think, of society today, and we've all bought into it, it's a what you see, what you get scenario. What you see, what you get is very, very superficial. And, you know, we can kind of like say, well, we can blame it because I just saw this and you did that. And therefore that plus that equals that. And that's not really the way things work. We are, as individuals, multidimensional. If you just look at Chinese medicine today, right? you know, you see, oh, well, the liver is actually connected to the eyes. And the liver also has an emotion. So if your liver is not functioning 100%, it could have an effect on your eyes. But what do we do today? We'd go to an optometrist, an ophthalmologist, and say we really have issues with our eyes. But it could really go deeper into understanding that the liver is not functioning 100%, for instance. And then the liver is even connected to an emotion. Correct. You know, you, if the liver is not functioning 100%, you could have feelings of, you know, you could be angry, frustrated, um, irritable and like you say with functional medicine it is a whole holistic view of the body and where you came from and what's going on at the moment correct and you know as you're talking about the eyes I'm just thinking just personally last year I had attacks of streaming tears from my eyes I used to mind my own business walk walk in a mall and the next minute you would think that 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 I'd heard the most horrible news. My eyes were streaming, and I did. I did go to the ophthalmologist, and I did go and try, and try to work it out. I went from one to the other. Eventually, I was dosed on cortisone and on you know opened my tear ducts, and they, they don't know what's going wrong. And when I stopped myself and I started looking from a functional medicine point of view, you know what the problem was? I was allergic to eggs and oats. I stopped eating the eggs and oats. And all the symptoms about my eye disappeared. And really, this is what the conversation is about. Uh, we look forward for you joining us. Right now, we're going to go to a little break. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern. And you're right at the right place at the right time to learn about how we can change the tide of chronic illness and people really feeling as they say, I think in the alternative, dis, 
ease. You're really not feeling at ease um, with yourself and how you are feeling. I want to spend a couple of minutes probably on the primary cause of dare I say about 50% at least of illness, but I think it is a, um, a thread that follows through all of the natural world and the functional medicine world just in terms of a, a start to healing yourself um, based on um, Hippocrates, um, but certainly the Rambam gives that endorsement. What did Hippocrates say? He said, let food be, your be, medicine. be thy medicine. Correct. And uh, the Rambam Later on goes and says, and again I'm quoting now from the Rambam from Seder Zerayim, he said, an expert doctor will never prescribe medicine when he can prescribe food. And uh, another commentator uh, on the Torah, the Me'iri, went and said, one of the soundest principles in medicine is that as long as a doctor can prescribe nutritious food, he should not prescribe medicine. So, I'm daring everybody out there and giving you really food for thought. The food really is for you to think about, but then to think about what is it that you're putting into your system. Because as intelligent human beings, we know garbage in, garbage out, healthy in, healthy out. Today, uh, unfortunately, in our fast-paced world, we've surrounded ourselves with quick fixes um, of, of foods that are ready-made, just pop them into the microwave, eat them. We are used to going into the aisles of, uh, you know, the, 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 the various food retailers and just picking out cans and stuff that are on there. And for many times I actually just like wonder, we, we go to, to certain retailers and we go, I love buying from them. Their fruit and vegetables last for three weeks in the <laughs> fridge. <laughs> yeah, correct? Correct. And really the truth is, is that, that, that is actually one of the, 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 the black curtains that hangs over, um, the, this whole discussion about chronic illness is that, hey guys, fruits and vegetables are not supposed to last for three to four weeks. You know, the food in your house should not be canned and last for two years. Um, all of that is in fact making us sick. Because what we have done as a convenience community, as a society, is try to just cop out. We're not choosing life. We just want life to happen. And, you know, eating it just has to fit into that fast-paced, like, let me just get the food down my gullet because I've got other and better things to do. But in doing that, I think that we've given ourselves a great disservice. Absolutely. So, you know, um, we need to take a step back and saying, what are we putting into our mouths? If we are going to be putting into our mouths um, food that has been injected, that has been modified, that has been put through processes where all the nutrients have been have have been lost, that we're giving ourselves and our children um, colorants and and really just. For me, I, I look at stuff sometimes and I'm saying, I don't know why this doesn't, this product doesn't belong in the hyper paint, um, mm-hmm. you know, part of the, of, of, of the, of the store as opposed to the food store because when you actually look at it, it's nutri, it's, it's got no nutrition, it's deficient in, in real nutrition. And all we are doing is we are piling our bodies with so many toxins, so many additives, so many preservatives. So and our body has to fight. And then, correct, your body goes on to a fight. We're young. We become and, exhausted. 
<laughs> we're young, our body starts fighting, we start getting a few symptoms, we're exhausted, we're tired, we have a headache, and as life goes on and we keep on pounding our bodies with this, we start then developing all these chronic conditions, and everybody out there has, you know, got, got an autoimmune disease, or dealing with a big C, or cardiovascular, or Alzheimer's, or, or, and the list is absolutely endless. And then we have this multi-million dollar industry trying to heal us, but they're healing us the same way they're making us sick. Okay. When you are ill um, with, 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 for example, cancer, what are they doing? They're injecting your body with, 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 with poisons that actually, what, are, what does it do? It not only destroys the cancer, it destroys the rest of you, and you have to have tremendous fortitude um, and, and strength to actually get yourself through that in order to try to kill something that maybe perhaps we should ask the question, why did I cause it in the first place? Why did my body decide to go haywire? And what was it that I was giving it that caused the systems to break down? It's, you know, Adel, I think a big reason for us to be on this kind of show is to show people that we don't have to get to that breaking point. A lot of the time people come and they're absolutely desperate. They'll do anything. They've mm-hmm. gone from doctor to doctor. They'll do that. They'll change anything. Whatever you tell them to do, they'll do. And it's only when they actually get to that breaking point that they've decided, I'll change my whole life around. Um, I think a big reason for us being here is to show people you don't have to get to that point. You know, you can, you can live a vibrant, happy, healthy life daily by choosing life, as you say. Correct. Um, by choosing the healthy way of living life and eating healthy, etc. And, and this is what I, I, I love about our friendship and our, uh, our mission together. I've come from the po- point where I was desperate. I landed up staring death twice in the face and I was prepared to do anything to reverse it, and I did. Whereas you, thank God, are coming more from prevention is better than cure. Like, why do you want to actually walk down that path? I've watched people be very desperate, and I think that's what kind of got me here, is understanding they got to that point of desperation, and I was trying to help them get out of that desperation, and I realized I could get to that point myself. And if I don't start looking after myself and my health, I'm going to get to exactly the same point that they're at. Right. Excellent, excellent point. And I think that this really is... You know, again, primarily our function and what it is that we want to achieve. So the first place that we need to look at in terms of starting to turn the tide, starting to say, what is it that I'm putting into my mouth? And can I justify the amount of sugar that I'm swallowing on a daily basis, which is a topic in and of itself. And I'm really, really touching points here. And we will in future um, shows get into, you know, the specifics. Do you know that the average person swallows 40 tablespoons of sugar every day. Now you're going to say, that's not me. No, I only put some in, in America. My I think the, the average that people are eating are one and a half pounds of sugar and flour per day per person. And, and, and really, you wouldn't go sit down and open up a salati, you know, packet of sugar and just sit there and <laughs> eat that for breakfast, you know, or supper or lunch. But we are doing that to ourselves and we are actually harming the systems that God created in his infinite wisdom to function in a, 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 a proper way. And I think as Dr. Mark Harmon says, it's not mm-hmm. only you are what you eat, but you're actually what your food eats. Right, right. So there's a, there's a whole food chain. Excuse the pun. I mean, there's from what is it, what is the cow eating and what is the, 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 the chicken eating and what are the vegetables eating and what are the, the, vegetables what are the nutrients eating? like in the soil. Right. And so 
we kind of got to like put the brake on it. We need to move the continuum. And um, this is where we would like to be uh, the conduits of just making people out there more aware, people coming together for you to get to know our community in particular, there's a lot of people out there that are thinking like this. We're pocketed. We want now to try and make a more um, cohesive group of people and start turning the tide around on this illness that 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 that, that is is running ramp. It's, it's it's a rampage. Yeah, absolutely. Across the entire community. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kasulski and Fagy Stern. Welcome, welcome back. And I just want to spend the last five, five minutes that we have with each other this week to tell you the various initiatives that, um, we are thinking about and, um, really encouraging you to come on board and tell us what it is you want to hear about. Uh, tell us, you know, where you're thinking if you want to join, join us, um, in this, um, journey. Basically, we've kind of like divided up um, our our focus into three. The first is obviously the most important, and they really the, this is the basis of the 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 this um, radio show, is that we need to start educating and informing ourselves more about what it takes to achieve better health. And to this end. A, we've created this radio program so that we can reach out to, to all of you. So please share it. It will be podcast every single week as well. So if you have missed it live, then you certainly can hear it later on. We've also created a WhatsApp group, um, where every day we will post something small. We, we know this, the stress of having all these WhatsApp groups and then going on and on and on. It's only admin run, so we don't have any periphery, you know, commentary going on just Every single day, we'll maybe just give you a thought for a day and maybe a 10-minute clip to watch um, on various topics. If you want to join that, you can email info at chaifm.com, and they will pass on um, your details to us, and we will gladly join you on to the WhatsApp group. What we are going to be doing on these uh, weekly shows is talking on various subjects. And again, um, this is a community effort. This is not just, you know, an idea that we want to drive, but we want to be driven by you. So if you would like to let us know what topics, what ideas you want to um Talk about that would be fantastic. Again, just um, email info at chaifm.com and they will get hold of us. The other thing is that we want to try to create a community of support, meaning that we can realize that there are other people out there that are wanting to change the tide um, and the community around us. And that means changing our Shabbos tables, changing our shul brochas, changing our school tuck shops. We cannot completely um, go and complain that our kid has got ADD and they this and they that when we are feeding our children and giving our children the junk and the sugar that is actually just making them, you know, bounce all over the place. Yes, is there a place for medicine? There is. And your children might have an individual disp- uh, disposition towards something, but certainly again, um, Nutrient deficiencies play a huge role on the, on the mind. 
Correct. So we want we want people we want people like just to to gather momentum and in their own space in their own spheres of influence. You know, look at what they're eating and uh, you know if you're on on a committee to a, of a shul, bring in more fresh fruit and vegetables as opposed to just all the sugar and and the gluten that has been served. We'd like to share recipes and ideas, and this is something that we'll probably do through the WhatsApp group, um, particularly maybe on a Thursday that we actually give you a healthy meal or something nice to make for Shabbat and most importantly to collaborate and support each other and in this instance to use the existing resources we have in our town and there are many and we are in touch with them and please God will be bringing them onto the shows that we can actually create new avenues for healthier listening. Just got an SMS in that says emotions and well-being from the side of releasing stored repressed memories and traumas is important. Yes, thank you um, Michael. Indeed we are a very, very complex um, human being. We, you know, we 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 deal both physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and uh, in the quest for better health, better wealth, we need to look at all of those. So that's where we're going to leave it right now. We're almost up out of time. Thank you, thank you, Faggy, for thank you, Hedo. for thank joining you so us. Much. And uh, please, God, next week we will start on. Um, a specific top topic of, of, of interest and uh, we look forward to hearing from you all out there um, and hopefully this way we can galvanize um, our community, just our sphere, our place here um, to think healthier, to start acting healthier and kudos to everybody out there who've already SMSed us and said I left the sugar out of my coffee I've decided, The feedback has been unbelievable I've decided to take a walk now and I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to start exercising um, I'm going to go see a functional medicine doctor and I'm going to start changing my health, well done and to end, um, Faggy and I decided hey, let's make this initiative fun and exciting, we know that Purim is coming up next week and um, on Tuesday, we are obligated to go out. One of the mitzvot of Purim is to go give mishloach manot. It's two ready-to-eat foods to a to a friend. And uh, we know that we love to do that um, lavishly and wonderfully. So we're giving a challenge out to all of you out there who are listening. There is a 500 <laughs> rand prize, cash prize, okay, to the person who will be sending us a picture of their Mishloach Manot. The, the criteria is that it has to be healthy and it has to be original. So instead of us now piling into the sweets, preservatives, and all the sugar that we normally hand out, let's start thinking healthy and let's create now a healthy Mishloach Manot community. So there's the challenge. 500 rand um, next week. You'll be able to uh, share it with us and we'll have a panel of three judges to choose. It's time to say goodbye, wishing you all a healthy and wealthy week.